Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Biz Babes with Soul. I'm your host, Melody Spencer, and this episode is the beginning of my series called Coffee and Truth Bombs with myself and my friend Ashley Love. So we record these videos live over on my Facebook page, Swiftly Social Digital Marketing, every Friday morning at 9.30 Eastern. And this is one of those series put in podcast form just for you guys. You can also catch up on the videos on my YouTube channel under Swiftly Social Digital Marketing and Biz Babes with Soul. So I hope you enjoy this episode. It's all about burnout and the allure of going back to a nine to five. I hope it gives you some motivation and you feel the love and support that we offer in this episode. All right. Enjoy! Hi guys! Hello! Welcome to another edition of, what did we call it, Coffee and Truth Bombs or Truth Bombs and Coffee? I guess we should come up with an actual official title we should like make it something really cool but... if anybody wants to write us a jingle that would be cool oh yes i would love a jingle somebody write us something cool yeah would... so if you're musically gifted um you know you think it would be me but i'm the one with the musical name that cannot play any instruments so my fiance is a musician oh yeah so he could write us a jingle that's what he's gonna do he's gonna i'm gonna tell him that tonight he's writing our wedding song <laughs> Aww. So guys, welcome to another edition of, I'm just gonna say Coffee and Truth Bombs with Melody and Ashley. And I was told by a, another professional that I should explain exactly what we're doing in the last, the first two minutes because people tune out after that. And we tend to ramble, so that makes sense. Sorry. So <laughs> we just really like talking to each other. Um, today we're gonna talk about burnout, um, the allure of going back to nine to fives and why we're not going to do that. But sometimes it feels so much easier. <laughs> yes. Oh. So, yeah. So I don't know. Do you want to go first, Ashley? Um, do you want me to introduce myself? Yeah. Oh yeah. We should introduce ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guys, guys no, I'm still drinking favorite. my coffee. Uh, I'm Listen, sorry. my favorite person. I just want to put that Aww. out there. She's Aww. She's great. Anyway, so I'm Ashley, and uh, yeah, I do 912 things. Uh, mostly copywriting is my jam. Um, I've been working totally for myself for over a year now, I guess. That's wild. Um, and yeah, basically just living my best life down here in Georgia. So, uh, And she just got engaged. When did I get engaged? Like three weeks ago? Yeah, but it feels new. You could still say just got engaged. I did just get engaged. Isn't that crazy? Yay! So we're in wedding planning mode. So if anybody is a professional wedding planner, please talk to me because we're getting married in September and that's that's not a lot of time for my type A self. And so... You can do it. You can do I'm it. Like, I'm like, oh, no big deal. I'm like, how do people plan weddings and run businesses and have kids all one time? I don't know. So follow my Instagram story because I post about all the crazy happenings and how I struggle <laughs> with trying to do all the things. It's a fun time where I live. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I 
am Melody Spencer, and I am many things as well. Um, I'm a lot. No, I'm <laughs> I am a digital marketing and Facebook ad strategist. Um, I am a speaker. I am a forthcoming author. I am a podcast host of a podcast called Biz Babes with Soul, and I'm just really passionate about helping to empower women to do marketing in a heart-centered way. So that's who I am. I own Swiftly Social Digital Marketing, so you can check me out on my website um, or on my Facebook page, both under Swiftly Social. So, yeah. Go watch her and listen to her podcast. It's fabulous. I still need to have you on my podcast. Yeah, we'll schedule that. Well, listen, I'm like my all, I have like a very small window of opportunity when I'm kid free. So it's like So we'll do it on a Friday then. Yep. Right. Capitalize on I just locked him out again. He's locked in out. <laughs> Insane. I took Tracy's advice when she said she locked her kids out. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, him. so let's talk about burnout. I think we kind of touched on this a little bit last time. Yeah. But it's a thing that I think a lot of people are really scared to talk about um, and have a lot of shame about it because, again, in this hustle, hustle world, it's all about working yourself to death. And when you do that, it leads to burnout. So what has been your experience with burning out? Oh, gosh. So I said two years ago, I guess it's been two years now, but I had like all those like Blair Waldorf affirmations on my phone. Right. And I was like, working myself to death. I was with like my ex-husband who has like an opioid, who had an opioid problem. And so I was literally just like running my business, working a nine to five and then dealing with that issue, like all at one time. And I'm so type A and I get myself so stressed. I don't say no to anything. Mm -hmm. I like never say no. It's such a problem. And I was like, I was only sleeping like two to three hours max, like a night for weeks. And so this is not funny, but I stress myself out to the point where I get severe, like need to be hospitalized migraines. Um, I did it in high school. It was the first time I did it and I was in the hospital for six weeks. So, cause I hit burnout in high school, I guess. And, um, so yeah, so I got so stressed to the point where I like, I called one of my friends on the balcony having like a nervous breakdown and she's like, you need to just like go get a hotel and like go sleep and like be alone. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like I have so many things to do. And then I woke up the next day and my vision was going. Whoa. And so I drove myself to the ER. <laughs> like that's not safe. No, I don't no. know. It was super unsafe. And <laughs> so I go and she was like, she gives me a vision test. Cause I was like, listen, I was shaking. My stress was so high. I was shaking. And she's like, okay, let's like try to relax you first. And then she gave me a vision test and I failed with my glasses on. <laughs> like oh couldn't even read like three lines down failed. And she was like, um, how did you get here? I'm like, I don't know. I drove myself. <laughs> like, and she's like that. Okay. Super unsafe. And, um, so I spent like the day in the hospital, I had to follow up with a ton of doctors, but they put me on bed rest for three weeks. Wow. Um, I wasn't allowed to have my phone, my computer, nothing, which of course stressed me out, right? Running a business to not be able to check in with your business for three weeks. And I couldn't even send, they, I wasn't even allowed to send like a, Hey, I need some personal time email. Like they were like, you are immediately cut off. Whoa. So stressed. I was like such a like, but I couldn't do anything. Like I was, 
so I was on bed rest and I couldn't even pick my head up. That is how bad my stress was. Um, I would like pick my head up and immediately the room would spin and I would get super dizzy and like faint. So they were like, you're done. You're like, you're done. And so, yeah, that is my burnout. That's my, that's my big burnout story. And your world kept going. Like the clients were still there. Like everything was okay. Yeah. Everything was like totally fine. There was no need to panic. Right. Especially when I like reached out to my clients and I was like, Hey, listen, like, this is what happened. You know, they're like, uh, yeah, obviously take some time. Um, and like same, I mean, even this, this past like couple weeks, right. I had pneumonia and I said to a lot of my like clients that I need to see like day to day, I'm like, listen, if I don't answer so much, it's because I'm, I'm dead with pneumonia. And they were like, cool, enjoy. But like, I wouldn't have said that two years ago. You know what I mean? Like I would never have taken the time two years ago to be like, I need self-care. Yeah. Right now. So self-care is so difficult for me. Um, I think you're like this too, and that you have a hard time asking for help. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's a type A thing, if it's a female entrepreneur thing, or if it's just us. I don't know. But we're just freaks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I have the hardest time asking for help. Like even so I just told Ashley this story. So if you guys have listened to my podcast, you know, I have struggled with depression and anxiety since I was 10. Like, it's just hard coded in my DNA at this point, I think. Um, and I've gone through waves in my life where it's been better and worse. And last night I was sitting on the couch petting the dogs. And I just had a moment where I was like, I don't feel anything. I feel completely numb. And I was like, huh, that's not good. And I was like, I'm going to get up and take a shower. Like, that sounds comforting. And I was in the shower and I literally ugly cried for 30 minutes. And I had really dark thoughts. Um, this is being completely honest. Like, I was like, no one cares if I'm here. My husband doesn't care if I'm here. I'm shit in my business. Like, I'm never going to be successful. Like, all the negative, dark, gremlin thoughts that we all try to hold at bay, they all came out. And then I thought, well, I'm not going to tell my husband that I'm depressed because he'll he'll think less of me or he'll be annoyed or, which is so stupid because my husband is a therapist. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. He's a therapist. He, he is a licensed uh, professional counselor. <laughs> he works with kids in elementary schools. Um, oh. He's great. He used to do marriage and family counseling. He's great at what he does. But I was like, I didn't want to burden him. That, that has been a theme in my life. I don't want to be a burden to people. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm not going to tell him. But then I got out of the shower and I was like, what the hell? I'm just going to tell him. And he was so understanding. And he was like, he was like, I'm not going to fix it. Because, you know, men like to fix things. Yeah, <laughs> always. Um, but he was like, I, I am going to tell you that there's no one reason this is happening. It could be a number of things. It could be none of those things. You just kind of got to go through it. And he was like, and I love you. And I was like, okay. So all this to say, if you are struggling with burnout, if you are struggling with a wave of depression and anxiety, talk to somebody. Yeah. Please. Even if it's not a family member, it's not a friend, go find a therapist. I'm all about therapy. Yeah, me too. Please go find somebody because they are there to listen to you. They're not going to try. Well, they might try to fix it, but that's not what you need. You need someone to just listen to you and yeah. word vomit all the things and let you cry a little bit. And that, and it's not going to be over after that. Did I feel better after that? Yes. 
but I'm still going through that. Like, I still have a knot in my stomach. I'm still like, does any of this matter? And it's interesting because I told my husband, I was like, am I bipolar? Because I, I know I'm not actually not, I'm not, um, I have friends that are actually bipolar. I know that I'm not, but I was having a really good day. Like I've made all these great connections. I've had all these amazing things happen this week. But at the same time, I ugly cried in the shower and I felt like I was total crap. So there's no predictor of this yeah. at all. Yeah. That, yeah, that is so accurate. You're like, I mean, yesterday I was having like a really good day. And then I like my fiance brought up something and that was it. I like shut down when I go into anxiety mode. And just mm-hmm. like completely shut down. And he was like, you cannot just shut down on me. And I was like, I was like, I'm done. I suck. Like all these things. And he was like, mm-hmm. where is this coming from? Like what? And I'm like, I'm like, the laundry is piling up. Like I clients, I got to yep. what is what? What? And I'm like, I got to make dinner. And I'm like in tears. And he's like, what? Okay. Relax. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's the thing. Okay. I will say like, so I'll tell him because he wants to fix everything. Yeah, that's that's what men do. That's what that's, that's what they do. So then I have to tell him like, okay, right now I just need to word vomit. I don't want you to fix it. I just mm-hmm. want to word vomit, and then you just deal with it. Um, and then I tell him what I want him to fix it. I'm like, offer me a solution. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's the difference. Sometimes it's as easy as being like, I'm too anxious right now. Please fix dinner, or I'm too anxious right now. Please like deal with this thing that I don't want to deal with, or whatever you know. Yeah. You've just, I mean, and this is coming from somebody, again, that does not like to ask for help. Like, Ashley and I are the same about even doctors. Like, we were talking about this when she was sick. I go to the doctor when I am, like, on death's doorstep. Yep. I Like, I have rescheduled my yearly physical, I think, like, six times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't go unless I'm... Like, I hate going to the doctor. I just don't like asking for help. I don't want to seem needy or, like, like, problems seem so trivial to me. And again, I don't want to seem like I'm a burden to people. That is a theme in my life. Always, always mm-hmm. a theme. Um, and how this goes back to nine to fives, I guess we should pivot back to that, um, is even a couple weeks ago, like I'll be transparent about this. This year has been very up and down financially for my business. It's been amazing for connections, for growth, for personal development, for all that, like just amazing for that. But financially it has been very up and down. And I literally- I'll be back, I have a kid that's knocking at the door. uh Uh-oh. I'll be back. I'll keep talking. Um, I literally thought that the solution would be going back to a nine to five. So I started putting my resume out there and immediately I was like, I don't wanna do this. I hate this. I don't want to go sit in an office. I don't want to go work for a boss. That just seems, that's just not me. What, what, what did he say? He literally knocked on the door to tell me he was tired and going to go lay down. He's been knocking for the last five minutes. Oh, poor buddy. I just try to ignore him. (laughs) Parenting one Anyway. (laughs) So yeah, I was just saying that, um, I felt I was so burnt out in what I was doing that I thought it would be easier to make consistent money by going back to a nine to five. So I put my resume out there and immediately I was like, I am a finalist for a job or a marketing company here. And 
they're having me do some like tasks, like some trial tasks. And I haven't even wanted to do it because I don't want to work there. Like I don't want to do it. Like it seems awful. Yeah. Going back to a nine to five sounds really awful. <laughs> it really does. And as much as I want consistent money, I feel like I can do that in other ways. I just need to figure that out, which comes to my pivot story of the day of the week. Um, I, I I don't, I feel like I kind of told you this, but I have realized that I think the reason that this year has been so sucky is because I'm burnt out on doing done for you services. Yes. And I'm just not into it anymore. Um, I still like it in small doses, but I cannot do 50 people's social media posts, 50 people's Facebook ads, like 50 people's blogs. Like I just, it makes me want to like pull my hair out. I can't do it. And when I'm not into something, I get depressed. I get anxious. I procrastinate because I'm not into it. And then I'm like, I don't have any money. And it's because I'm not into what I'm doing. Um, And I was speaking with a couple other peers and colleagues this week. And they were like, you have 10 years experience in marketing. They were like, you should be consulting with businesses. You should be teaching. And the clients that I have that I'm teaching, I love. I love teaching. I love showing people how to do things in a really succinct, heart-centered way. So I think I'm going to pivot to doing that. (laughs) I really which is really scary. I get that. I'm making a switch to corporate clients. That's one of the things I was talking with somebody about yesterday or the other day. She was like, she and I, I think are going to work together and create a program to pitch to corporate clients to teach their teams how to do marketing in the right way. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I've talked to, I have a friend too, and she asked me if I wanted to lump like PR consulting in with her because now she's pitching corporate clients. And I'm like, which I think is like a, another big thing too, right? Like I hate corporate. I do too. My last corporate job was the most miserable experience of my life. Yeah, me too. We can talk about it if you want, but it was, I was, quick bullet points. Only woman, only woman educated, only person there educated beyond high school. Only person who worked part-time, department head with her own office. Group of men. <laughs> Just imagine how that went. <laughs> It was awful. It was awful. Yeah. Uh, definitely like vandalized my office and things. At Oh my like, gosh. So like I used to cry all the time. And so I'm like, when I left my nine to five, I was like, I was like 10 to three, but I was like, I cannot ever deal with corporate again. I can't deal with corporate clients. Like this is literally mm-hmm. like, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. And I was like, I hate everything about corporate. Like the way they treated me was terrible. And I like vowed to myself, I was like, I will never deal with corporate people or any of that kind of jam ever again. And then it was like, well, wait a minute, <laughs> like done for you mm-hmm. services are like exhausting. And it is, especially the way I'm doing it, right? Like PR is exhausting and all those things. And I was talking to my fiance and he's like, well, what do you love doing more than anything? I'm like, writing. I love writing it is my number one go-to thing. And he was like, okay, great. So why don't you write for corporate clients? And I was like, oh yeah, why don't I do that? And I talked to our friend Kim, right? So I I talked to her the other day and she was like, actually, she's like, you understand you get $10,000 a month per corporate client for writing. Yeah, that's what I, that's what my friend, my friend Ashley Dale, who I'm going to work with, she was like, we could charge like 
$15,000 for a program to teach people heart-centered marketing in a corporation. And they that saves them money because they don't have to hire a contractor. And we make a boatload of money for each client. All we're doing is teaching them. And I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Right? It's like such a, and like, and I think that is like a big thing, right? Because I've been at that place, like even like a, like a couple of weeks ago, I said to my fiance, I'm like, maybe I should go back to a nine to five because I lost some clients when I got sick and things like that. They were like, I can't deal with you being sick. And so I was like, that's fine. Cool. Um, I'm not a robot. Yeah. I thought during that hurricane, I was like, cool. You have no soul. Bye. Bye. Right. You're not made for me then. And that's fine. And, um, so it was funny. So I was like, maybe I should go back to a nine to five. And he goes, no, he flat out was like, no. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, no, N- no. <laughs> I'm like, why? He's like, cause you're going to be a miserable human being who hates yeah. everything about her life. Like you're not made for corporate. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. And so I had to shift my mindset, right? I'm like, well, how am I going to make consistent income? And he hates his job more than anything. He hates his job. He'd rather focus on music. So I'm like, all right, I need to bring you home and I need to not go back to corporate. So like, how the hell do I do that? And then I'm like, oh, you work with corporate clients, right? I had to do all this mindset work to like flip the script around. Which I think I need to do a little bit of that too about corporate clients. Cause I have a similar, I've worked with corporate clients in the past doing done for you services. And I didn't like that. Because they were so, it was just so rigid and all about the money. And it just, it felt icky. But if I'm the one teaching, that's such a different dynamic. Yeah. Rather than doing. Right. And then it changes the way that corporate is doing their marketing. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then it doesn't feel icky anymore, which is so imperative. That's the other thing. If it feels icky, don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. And right now doing done for you services just feels like I... I've been pitching all these people and I'm like, oh, I don't even want to. Like there's some clients that I'm, because I'm still going to do it for a few, a few people, but I'm going to raise my prices drastically so that I only get really good people. Yes. Um, so I still like doing it. I just can't do it for that many people. It's just exhausting. And I can't do it for people who sign contracts and then disappear and don't yeah. pay me. That's been my year. I was talking to um, a fellow entrepreneur, yes, or a couple of days ago. And I said, yeah, I think I've lost like 10 clients from people ghosting me this year. And yeah. that's just hurt me drastically financially. Yeah. My, uh, my CFO, she, she looks at my books all the time and she's like, I feel very stressed when I look at them because there's like five or $6,000 in unpaid invoices for work that's already been done for people. Yeah. And she was like, are you stressed? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm like, yes. You're yes. like, this is who I am. It's cool. And like, it's fine. And like, and then my fiance, when he first saw it, he was, cause we were, it was like at the end of last month. And I was like, oh, I was like, I need to send invoices out or whatever for the end of the month. And he was like, okay, cool. So he's sitting behind me and he's looking at my thing and he, you know, he's looking at my CRM and he goes, does that, and at that point there was like $8,000 in unpaid invoices. And he's like, did what? And I was like, uh huh. He's like, are you not the most stressed human in the world? And I'm like, no. <laughs> he's like, if I had $8,000 in unpaid money to me, he's like, I'd be freaking out. 
And I'm like, it's the entrepreneur space. I'm like, which is why the nine to five is so alluring because you don't have $8,000 that's owed to you. Yeah. And I feel like in some ways, unless you're in sales or something, it's a little bit easier in the nine to five world. Cause you just have a job, you do your job and you go home. Yeah. Um, here we play so many roles. We are, you know, financial people, we're sales, we're marketing, we're course creators. Like we do the job of like 25 people as one person and that's exhausting, but also I like it because I'm such a creative person. So it's just, I don't know. It's, I'm crazy guys. I'm crazy. That's why we love her. Yeah, it is like, it is really nice to like totally, I'm so such a control freak. And so yes, I'm like, we really are the same person. Good Lord. I know. I'm like, <laughs> We might be twins. Um, like both blonde. Like you should have seen us this morning. We both looked at each other. We're like lipstick time. Like we were putting out lipstick in the camera. We were so cool, guys. We should have started the broadcast right then. I know. I could have done like a pretty or a breakfast club situation. Like here we go. Um, but yeah, it, it is really nice to like flex your creative muscles too, and like all these different avenues. Because I know when I was in a nine to five. Right. And I was like the marketing department. Like was, I was like the marketing director. Right. So I was like the head of this department, which should have been really creative and fun. But like it's not when you get to be like the head of the department. Really, you're just delegating. You're just managing people. And I don't like managing people. No, I don't want to manage people, which is why I don't have employees or anything. Well, like that's that. that's the thing, as I said for years, like what I want is I thought I wanted to create an agency, like a full agency yeah, and I have a team and have a team. And I realized this week, like, no, I don't, I don't really want to manage people. Like, I like having people that do things for me that I don't want to do or just don't have the skill set for, but I don't really want to like hire like 15 people from India to do Facebook ads for clients like that. No. Yeah. Like, I'm just not interested in managing. I know it was the same way at first. I was like, oh, I want like a PR firm and like have all these people, but I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, I got to manage a whole household full of crazy boys. I don't want to then go manage people in my business. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. No. So, so I guess this leads us back to the last point of why we're not giving up. Like, I think we've kind of touched on that, but I firmly believe that in entrepreneurs, specifically female entrepreneurs, we have something in us, some kind of fire that we just can't get rid of. And that's why even when we fail, even when we're ugly crying in the shower, we still pick ourselves back up and dust ourselves off and start all over again every single time. Because there's a piece of us that cannot stop going for our dreams, cannot stop. Just, I mean, it's a little bit obsessive. (laughs) I have to, yeah, I have to step away from work sometimes. But it's just something in us that stops us from actually going back to the nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think too, like, especially as women, right. Because I think, I think society's like put a lot of pressure on us, right. To be, uh, yes. mom <laughs> and you have to be a really great spouse and you need to be in shape and you need to do that. Like you need to be a great friend. You need to be able to do all these things. Your house should look immaculate, which mine does not. If I turn this camera. Oh yeah. Mine looks like a pigsty. Yeah. The laundry's taller than I am right now. I just said that to my fiance. I said, I'm going to outsource the laundry. You should, you should hire a cleaner like once a month and go have somebody do your laundry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to send the laundry out. And he was like, really? I'm like, yep. Bye. It's 40 bucks a week to send out like 50 pounds of laundry. 
oh my gosh, it's really not that bad. Oh, I'm like, see ya, take my laundry. And they'll fold it and everything too. And put it on hangers for me. What? That's actually pretty cheap. I know. It's like a family rate. So I'm just like, okay, this is, I'm like, I cannot do all of the things. And that's right. Like I can't, I have such a hard time asking for help. Like the other day, my fiance came home from work and was like, here, let me help you with the laundry. And I was like, I got it. I don't have it. The laundry is taller than I am. I don't have the laundry situation under control right now, but I like didn't want to ask for help. And so it's part of the reason why I feel like I can't go back to a nine to five, right? Is because I feel like a nine to five doesn't allow me to do all of the things that I want to do and like be the type of like wife and mom and friend and all the things that I want to do. Like this morning, my best friend called me because she's a real estate agent and she didn't have to be into the office till like 11 o'clock. So she like called me and I was like, this is so nice. I can just talk to you in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that in a nine to five. And I couldn't, I brought cupcakes to Wyatt school the other day. You know what I mean? I made cupcakes yeah. from scratch and I was able to go do that with him. And I was just like, okay, I can do all of the things, but not the way society tells me I have to do all the things. For me, I think the hardest part is stepping away from work and allowing myself to do those other things. I like I realized I haven't really like left the house in several days because I've just been like work, 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 work. I was like, oh my gosh, like I just need to go out and get some coffee or like meet up with a friend or something. Like I haven't seen anybody other than my husband and my dogs and clients on video calls all week. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't engaged with a lot of humans. But <laughs> I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying to engage with more humans. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so my, okay, so my fiance leaves the house at like 5.45 in the morning. And if he has band practice, he doesn't walk back in the door until 11 o'clock at night. And it's awful, right? And so like, I, I'm asleep. Like, I'm a, I get up with him at 5.15, but, which is why I'm like super perky and I kind of look like a human right now. But it's, if I had a nine to five, like I would not see him. Yeah. At all. And so now like the last like three days, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to come have lunch with you. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I've been like able to go have lunch with him and stuff in the middle of the day. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is so like, I wouldn't be able to do this on a nine to five. Like nine to fives are so, and here, okay, here I have this pet peeve about nine to five. Nine to fives are also a super big lie, right? Like we were talking about consistent income and all these things, but like, it's not (laughs) like I've had friends with multiple six figure you know, um, jobs and they've like come to work one day and like been laid off, like it's been laid off. And like, so here went this consistent income that they thought they had. Well, yeah, I don't know how it is in Georgia, but here North Carolina is a right to work state. So you can be fired for any reason. There's no, like, it doesn't matter. They could just be like, we don't like you fired. Yeah. I don't like the shirt. So yeah, it's it's not consistent. And, and then you think about like how much they take out for taxes and social security and like and I also this is a total tangent, but like 401k's are kind of stupid. Like you could do much better financial planning other ways and just yeah. And like I don't want to ask permission. Like you know what I mean? If I'm having an anxiety attack, like I don't want to call my boss and be like, Hey, I need a message. Yeah. What yeah. I have to do in my business is like block my calendar out and be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. And I also don't like that if I want to go on a trip, yeah. I have to like block out the vac. Like I have to be like, okay, let me ask off a month in advance for the exact dates. And I may or may not get it because my boss might freak out. And 
Right. Now I can just go on a trip, bring my laptop, work from there, and yep. it's fine. It's no big deal. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. The the nine to five is not if I feel like if you have the entrepreneur spirit in you, like it is impossible for you to stay at a nine to five. And I never advocate for people to just quit their job. Like, don't just be like, don't like watch this and be like, oh, I'm gonna quit my job today. Do not do not do that unless you are I did that. I did that and I would not recommend it. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I did it too, but <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, well, so I wasn't like totally without, but, um, when I tore my rotator cuff, I got a shoulder settlement. And so then I hopped on a plane, found a place in Georgia and moved like six days later and then just paid my rent like ahead and then bought all new furniture and all that stuff and blew through all the money in like two weeks. But <laughs> I was like, well, my bills are paid for like six months in advance. So I guess that's okay. Um, but yeah, I don't recommend just like quitting your job. Like I've, coaching clients and they're like, when should I quit my job? And I'm like, when you are double your corporate salary, that's when. And consistently, I'm like, I need you to be like consistently hitting that money for at least three to six months before you quit. And they were like, really? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, because who knows, you know, what's going to happen? Like, yeah. You Life need- is crazy. You I- could have an accident or, you, you know, somebody, something could happen with your family or who knows? Life is nuts. You cannot plan that. Yeah. So I don't recommend just like quitting your nine to five, even if it is soul sucking and you hate it, like put in, yeah, build, build your side hustle like, and then get out of your nine to five, you know, but, yep. but we get it. We get it. The nine yep. to five. Is awful. And once you're out, just keep pushing through. Seriously. Yeah. It's, it's going to come in, in ebbs and flows. It's going to be great some days and terrible others, but you know what? You're not alone in the trenches. Like we're yeah. here for you. We have gone through all of it. I have been through every type of client, every type of money situation, um, every type of crazy email and phone call. You name it. Maybe that should be another topic without naming names, but you name it. I've dealt with it. So if we can get through it, you can get through it. (laughs) Yeah. The other thing too is don't feel like once you've like started your business, you're like locked into it, right? Like Ellie and I are both pivoting and making changes and all these things. So if something you're doing isn't working and you're hating it and you're like, oh, I'll just go back to a nine to five, just switch your business. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. <laughs> even if it terrifies you, like even me pivoting from saying like, oh, I'm not going to do done for you anymore. That's terrifying because I've done that in one way or the other for six years, but I've hated it pretty much the whole time. And that should be hello, a clue that I should not be doing that. But I, also have that like oh if I let that go am I going to make any money yeah and then it's like do I go back to a nine to five and continue to yeah. do something I and hate? it just it just spirals because you're yeah. like uh but then in a nine to five it's basically done for you services yeah but it's just for one client and I'm like uh that sounds awful right so, my creative juices don't get to flow like it's not exciting because I said to my husband when I was applying to a few of those nine to fives the other week, I was like, well, I could run my business on the side. No, I wouldn't. Like, I would be so exhausted by the end of the day that I would probably work on the weekends and then I wouldn't have a weekend. And then I would just be grumpy and depressed and stressed all over again. It's just a cycle. Yeah, no, I get that. I've said the same thing. I'm like, I can work on my business when I get home. And he's like, no, you're not. He's like, you're going to come home. You're going to make dinner, take care of the puppies, like going to do the laundry, like all these things. He's like, when do you, when are you going to do that? I'm like, I don't know, I'll figure it out. And he's like, when are you going to reduce the amount of time you sleep, which is only down to like five hours a night anyway? 
And he's like, what are you going to do? Take it down to three again? And then what? You're going to hit the burnout. You're going to end up back in the hospital. And like, it's just going to keep going and going and going. So he's like, no, no. Like, yeah. Thank God for him. Him being like, no, yeah. no nine to five for you. <laughs> so I guess we should wrap it up because it's been 30 minutes. I love and it. You guys are probably have other things to do. But this is just encouragement that if you are burnt out, if you are depressed and anxious, please find someone to talk to. If you don't have anybody, message me. I will yeah. listen to you. I'm a great sounding board. Um, if you are considering going back to nine to five, but that kills your soul, keep going, sister. Like, you got this. Again, I'm here as a sounding board. Um, I am in the trenches day in, day out, and I know what that's like. So we are just here to encourage you and love you and empower you. And you got this. We've been there. We've done that. We bought the t-shirt, but we're still going through the trenches. Yeah, we're here. If you need to talk to any of us, let us know. We're around. Yeah. All right, guys. I hope you have a great Friday, and we'll see you next week where we'll talk about something else. Not yet decided. (laughs) TBD. All right. guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for joining me for the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.